0: Now my advice to people who like this kind of service is
1: Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to
0: talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thanks for listening, thanks for downloading episode 118 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. My name's Trevor Long and joining me each and every week, and exclusively in the Your Tech Life studios this week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au.
1: G'day, mate. How are you, Trevor? Great to be here, live once again in the cavernous to Your Tech Life studio. Yeah, apologies for the easy.
0: echo, The um, we're, we're <laughs> moving out, so there's 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 not as much sound absorption going on yeah. for those audio files listening, <laughs> and we're here each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. We'll tell you more about them a little later, and here, uh, 30 minutes of the latest in technology. Thanks for joining us. Now, this is one of those stories that just kind of creeps up on you. And about two days ago, I had a, a tweet from a bloke who was, you know, Whirlpool, the, the forums? Yes. <clears throat> it's actually, like, I, I don't really like it that much. Because it's really narky. Mm. A lot of people just whinging there. But yeah. when when there's a problem, geez, they know about it. It lights up, doesn't it? I uh, I got a got a tip that Sony had a problem with some of their Bravia TVs. And mm. you think, you know, could this really be affecting many people? Well, I got in touch with Sony a couple of days ago, and they said, oh yeah, and they sent me a list, and it's like the KDL. <laughs> this, these are all. There's like at least four series of Bravia TVs, and each series is, you know, has has, uh, you know, obviously multiple. TV sales. We're not talking Mm -hmm. about 10,000 units here. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of TVs potentially here. Um, And basically what's happening is these things are just turning themselves off. Mm -hmm. You're sitting there watching TV. It just turns itself off. A whole stack of dramas. And it's all because the the electronic program guide, Mm -hmm. the EPG, that you receive over the air. So to be very clear, while you're watching free-to-air television... Your TV's actually downloading information as well. Yes. Each of the broadcasters allow a little bit of space, and it sends you all the information about all of the broadcasters. Yep. And it turns out that one of the TV networks had a, a corrupt piece of data in there. Now, the statement from Sony today says that nine network Australia engineers, I believe, have identified the source of the corrupt EPG, EPG data, but just don't be, um, don't be thinking it is Channel 9, because actually yep. Channel 9 hosts all of the EPG data. Aha. So it may not actually have been Channel 9. It's just one of the networks. But seriously, for people affected, the the advice from from Sony was to unplug your TV from the PowerPoint and leave it to stand for one minute and then plug it back in. Plug it back in and do the,
1: a firmware update, It's, it's right? an
0: official turn it off and turn it back on again from Sony. <laughs> Isn't that
1: what everyone says? Everyone says that. Have you turned it off and turned it back on again? But yeah. I had a call about this actually on the radio today and uh, the, the the caller was talking about the fact that the the standby light was flashing on mm. and off uh, up to eight times, which is the sign that, the, That's the, right. the, that you've got the problem. But he said that he he followed Sony's instructions. He said he took a few calls to get through, but he finally did did the uh, the unplug out of the wall job and back in again, and he said then he had a firmware upgrade, and then it solved the problem yeah. so uh, but a bit of a worry like if you've oh. spent big money like and i think it 's a problem that that is i suppose you can expect occasionally with a connected device a smart tv you know that it 's not a virus as such but it just shows, goes to show these are connected products and a problem like this can occur. That's such exactly a simple right. little thing.
0: It's the simplest thing no one would ever have considered. And Sony, you know how you, you run things through tests and, and they trial stuff? Yep. You could never have trialed whatever it was, whatever simple, no. spurious little thing it was. Uh, they couldn't have predicted it happening, but there's chaos. And mm. the reputation damage that something like this does is quite enormous when you look at the the whinging going on and the complaints from customers. And and it's actually only now that the issue's been fixed that it's it's only a, a turn off and turn it back on again that you yep. need. But two days ago when this was happening, you did. You had to turn it off. You had to do a full factory reset. Yeah, you had to a, do heaps of stuff. But now because the problem's been fixed in the actual EPG... Mm. turning the TV off and back on again essentially you're getting a new EPG so you won't have the
1: problem. It's lucky actually well it's sort of being connected is a blessing and a curse in this case you got the issue but then it was fixed up without you having to do anything you just got to download the upgrade rather than have to take it somewhere but um, I I was contacted by Ben Grubb from the City Morning Herald who heard the call and I wasn't aware of this problem uh, at the time this was uh, when I was on the radio and uh, he he pointed me in the right direction and apparently he was saying that they've been flooded with emails from customers whose TVs are turning on and off they're in panic you can only imagine can't you <laughs> so uh,
0: anyway if you've got a Sony smart TV and you're having problems with it there's, there's your problem uh, just go to the Sony website there is information there but as of today essentially if you're having the problem it is just to turn it off leave it off turn it back on again and you should be fixed because the the actual data the, the corruption has been solved so uh, anyway interesting stuff from Sony if you've got one of those TVs let us know and if you had a problem hopefully you got it sorted with Sony Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig Now, uh, the next story is about Huawei. Huawei, we we, we love saying that. It it. rolls off the tongue, nailed it. I've actually, I've done a bit of radio this week about a a product I'm going to talk about in the reviews, and I actually Mm. had to put in brackets how to pronounce it, and I wrote out who W H O. A uh, wow. R <laughs> E are A-R-E and W-A-Y, and then they all got it right. I was on the radio with Andrew Moore today, and he pronounced it like a champ, and I said, mate, it helps, that it, it helps it, I wrote it down for you. But anyway, what we're talking about, though, uh, first of all, is the new Ascend P6, which mm. they're claiming is the world's slimmest smartphone. I like that about Huawei. They always come up with the biggest, the thinnest, the fastest. Now, we're going to talk about the biggest later, the yeah. Ascend Mate, but this is a, a device that is only 6.1 6.18 millimetres thick which is is like it's like a th- That's th- crazy. thinner than a pretzel you, you think about how where we're we going with this some I mean, of these things will snap there that that yeah. thin, thin. It's got a 4.7 inch screen, uh, high def screen, and it's got a five megapixel front facing camera. So everyone who likes taking a selfie, they've got a decent front facing camera. <coughs> but uh, that'll be you, of course. Oh yeah, massive. But uh, no, they, they, they haven't indicated when it's going to come out in Australia. They say it, it'll, you know, stay tuned. You've got a 1.5 gigahertz quad core processor, 4.2.2 for our our yeah, finicky yeah. Android followers yeah. out there. <laughs> and uh, but look, I think I quite like the fact that Huawei is not afraid to have a go. They're not they're not ranked among the biggest. Uh, no. mobile phone manufacturers but they're out there like here is one the thinnest they've got the largest they've got mm. the fastest well you they're know what that
0: there. is that's smart marketing as well product planning marketing it doesn't need to sell in droves as their main product what it does is it gets attention not just from
1: the two mm. blokes talking
0: tech but everywhere because people are looking to talk about what is the thinnest or set a benchmark is yep. this thinner than and all those kind of questions but they're, so- they're
1: also smart too because they you, you find they haven't aligned themselves with an operator as such yeah they, they're outright purchase devices, and they're affordable. Yep. And hopefully this will be the same one. We're going to talk later about the Ascend Mate and its affordability, but uh, I think that, uh, no, I think good to see that they're they're pretty aggressive and, and going after some market share, and good luck to we Well,
0: talking about market share, how about this for a rumour? I read this today on The Verge um, that Huawei's uh, thinking seriously about Nokia acquisition. Right. I mean, it's, it's just a rumour, but it's a very interesting concept. So you Huawei know,
1: this- taking over Nokia the other way around?
0: No, Huawei right. taking over Nokia. is
1: how the mighty have fallen.
0: Hey? That's exactly right. Oh, really? And, you know, dominance of a huge Chinese brand with a yeah. huge amount of cash, obviously. Mm. And, you know, this little Finnish company now. Yeah, <laughs> Nokia, a little well, Finnish company.
1: You know what, yeah. But
0: really, interestingly, the chairman of Huawei basically said, look, uh, you know, the concept is
1: we- we'd consider it, but they'd have to move away from Windows yeah, because well, it's weak. Let's Windows think, phone is weak. Let's consider that for a second. Oh. We've discussed many times in the past where if Nokia had have built an Android device, <sighs> they would be up there. They'd be, they'd you be think with of Samsung. the Lumias.
0: They're beautiful they're phones. They're
1: brilliant. They make great the cameras on them, let yeah. alone anything else. You put
0: Android in there. Unbelievable. And they'd be top quality well, phones.
1: this could be a possibility then where maybe they're building, they might keep the Nokia name. Because it is, you know, it's still got quite a legacy oh, yeah, you, around the world. You buy Nokia, you don't, you don't change the names. Absolutely. So imagine that, though. They're going to they they take them over. They they make up like look, there was some there was some issue between Nokia and Google that prevented them from going Android, hmm. uh, but they could maybe if this does occur, you know, let bygones be bygones. Water under the bridge. Nokia running Android. Yeah, and it, so
0: the official statement from Huawei is that they have no plans to acquire Nokia, but. That doesn't rule anything out.
1: Yes, just means well, they currently where there's smoke, there's fire, as they say. Trent.
0: Well, you know what? That in the tech world probably means more than most other places. Absolutely, it's, it's Fenikum. Rumors unbelievable in the tech world
1: are pretty solid. Exactly, whatever when, they come up,
0: and it doesn't matter who the company is. Rumors, rumors matter for something. So, Absolutely. anyway, interesting story, and you'll be able to read more about that uh, ultra thin, super duper thin, whatever they're going to call it, the uh, smartphone P6 uh, at techguide.com.au. <laughs> Now, you know I love cars, and this is not two blokes talking cars. You do do you? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit of a fan. <laughs> I, I don't mind it. And um, this week, I got to have a, a bit of a drive in the new VF Commodore. Now, uh-huh. the Commodore is obviously Aussie built. Uh, it's it's a stable for, for Holden only because of the reputation it has. And, yeah. you know, it's important because Falcon's disappearing. So, what does this mean? This new car is available in the, in the coming months now. I got in this thing and there's been a lot of talk about the tech. Mm -hmm. But this thing's overwhelming. I've driven a lot of cars and they've got a lot of tech and it's, it's really cool. But this is a Commodore. Yep. Oh, and that's you just it blows your mind now Stephen you do drive a car that is a European no I'm being very yeah. serious you drive a European car yep. it's, got, it's got all the bits I used yep. to have a BMW it was unbelievable and yep. I look now at cars and they've all got those things by standard yep. let me tell you that what this thing's got and I, I think your car would have not even half of it no, right not at all which is, which is you know just shows how far cars have come let alone hold it you get in the car you drive it there's a head up display so on the windscreen uh-huh. in front of you it shows you the speed you're going g-forces and everything if you yep. want but wow. really basic stuff it has collision alert so so if you're about to hit someone, it actually yeah. flashes at you and all that kind of stuff. You're backing out of a car space. It doesn't just show you what's behind you. It actually looks sideways okay. and says, no, no, there's a car coming. So there's a
1: re- re- uh, reversing Ooh, camera.
0: Re- no, but reversing camera, but also out sideways. So, it's ah. actually looking, as you're coming out, it's looking sure. down the lane, right? Oh, that's right. Great. Which you can't see. Okay. Um, automatic park assist so it's parked itself. Yep. Sideways onto the street or parallel. Wow. Uh, which is a very Australian thing okay. to do. The The entertainment system called MyLink has Pandora and Stitcher built into it. So, okay. you've got your iPhone and you've got the Pandora or Stitcher apps. They integrate fully with, okay. with
1: the thing. And it uses your smartphone as the link to the outside that, world?
0: That's right. Like we talked about brilliant. with Ford last yeah, week. Yeah. Um, it's got the Siri hand, um, Eyes Free um, option. Okay. Um, very cool stuff. Blind spot a lot. You're driving along and in the mirrors. Yeah. It flashes at you flash. when there's a car there. You know, This that's is stuff that you see that's in smart. a lot of cars. But you know
1: like You consider how much time we spend in our cars and and... Look, we, people consider their time in their car as a bit of downtime. It's yeah. dead time. Like I, I use my time in the car to call people. That, that's yeah. a great time, I time to, to make my to phone I use to do calls. nothing but listen to music. Yeah, I do that too. But if you've got a few calls to make, I normally wait till I'm on the road and I'll just get about three or four yeah, out of the yeah, way. Yeah, knock them but over. But like with this though, I think that the future is going to be where, and yeah, obviously with an eye on safety, but the future is going to be where you're going to talk to the car, it'll type out your messages, emails, you'll still be able to keep your eyes on the road, and mm. that time won't be considered dead time anymore. it would be time where you can get stuff done still.
0: I'll give you one last thing. Not heavily tech, but just a great idea. Yeah. Uh, how many times have you gone out of the car, it's freezing cold in the morning and <laughs> yeah. you got in the car and it's cold, you've yeah. got to turn the heater up, and crank yeah. it up, right? This thing, on the key, there's a button, you press it, hold it, yeah. from inside the house, the engine starts. Starts the car up. <laughs> right? Turns the <laughs> car up. Warms the car, the car up. up. Oh, that's smart. Inside the climate control yeah. comes up to temp. You get in the car. The car's beautiful at nice, temp, but nice. it's safe. The kids can't just start the car and get in because as soon as you get in the car and put it in park, the engine stops, and then you have to start then it up start again properly. Right, so very safe. Nice, wow. warm this is a, car a, this in the morning. This is a
1: Commodore, a Holden Commodore. This is my point. A Holden bloody it's Commodore. A Holden Commodore. Good luck to them And oh, still going to be built here in Australia. That's it. And like Ford, made. Ford are packing up in 2016, up. but Holden,
0: yep. the lion still roaring. That's oh, look at that for a sign off. <laughs> uh, two blokes talking tech. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see. You. I'd love to hear from people after drive the, the Commodore because people will go and test drive it over the coming weeks. It's an unbelievable car.
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and
0: Stephen Now, our, th- our good friends at Netgear are proud sponsors of Two Blokes Talking Tech and Tech Guide and a whole stack of other things. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit. In fact, we talk a lot about what happens when the number of devices in your home and have you actually thought about the storage that you need to have in your home. Netgear have got options that you can plug a USB or a hard drive into your router, but if you're going to take it seriously, you want to look at a ReadyNAS system. Now, I've got a ReadyNAS here at our house. Uh, It's got four bays in it, so I can put four hard drives in it, and all the data on those hard drives is available to all of our devices in the home. So that's where all of our photos are. That's where all of our music is. So if these computers or my laptop or whatever it is die or I get a new one or whatever it is, I just plug it in, turn it on, open up iTunes, and there's all my music. Open up photos, there's all my photos. Really simple way of sharing stuff. My wife can be on a computer at the other side of the house. Our photos are on a shared drive that that's independent of any computer. That's what's really important. These things sit on your network. They are a computer of their own. You just have to have it on, and every file is available. It's very cool stuff from Netgear, and they do it very, very well. And Top the files are stuff. accessible
1: not only in your own network, but from anywhere you've got a connection in the That's world.
0: Right. It's basically got a username and password on it, and you type you type in an address, and you can get those files. So I can actually, from work or from San Francisco, I can look at photos sitting on my Netgear readiness at home. It's unbelievable technology, uh, and if you want to learn more about it, you can go to netgear.com.au. Proud sponsors of uh, Two Blokes Talking
1: Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Steven.
0: You know, sometimes you look at a story and you go, is it April
1: 1st? Yeah, I was just thinking
0: that. Oh, honestly. And <laughs> I was, just, my Twitter and Google stream. Google are very, very, you know, very doing that. The, Google do very good <laughs> April Fool's jokes, right? So when I saw these, uh, um, this, this in my Twitter stream the other morning, I'm sitting there going, well, what is this? Google <laughs> Loon, L-O-O-N. Now, Google are lunatics a lot of the time. A loon is sort of Let's, a name
1: given <clears throat> to someone who's a little bit... Uh,
0: <laughs> um, and, and so it didn't didn't surprise me really because frankly, you know, Google are crazy. But here's yeah. the here's the thing. Then you click on the story and you read what it's about and you think it could even more be April Fool's. The idea here is that Google, you know, identified that there's a lot of people in the world who are disadvantaged or in remote areas and they can't get the internet. Or it's really, really expensive. And and what what's important is they they, they need to, you know, Google wants everyone to be connected. Google wants everyone to, to live on the internet, which is fantastic because they make more money out of it. And they went they you know, you can imagine a Google brainstorming in their Project <laughs> X group, you know, how do you think we can do that? And they're oh we should put up a satellite, we should do this. And someone in the room has gone, Um <clears throat> um excuse me, um what about balloons? And so their idea was to throw a balloon up in the air 60,000 feet with basically transponders on it that received the internet via satellite and then push it back down to earth using an antenna system. Mm -hmm. They knocked on the door of a farmer in Christchurch and said, mate, any chance you want to take part in a little trial? And he goes, yeah, no worries. What's it about? They said, can't tell you. Uh, A couple of days later, they came back and put a big red thing on his roof and he went, what's all that about? He said, can't tell you. And then two days later, they came back and said, mate, have you got the computer? Yep, hook it up to this. And for 15 minutes, he got the internet from a balloon. Right.
1: 15... So what, is it supposed to just hover above his house, or how, well, so what's supposed he, to happen? Here?
0: here's a small flaw in the plan. <laughs> balloons and the atmosphere <laughs> do move. So the thing was only available for 15 minutes because it was going was this, over the top.
1: Was this one of the ideas suggested by Owen Wilson and, uh, yeah. and Vince Vaughn in, the, <laughs> in internship? the internship? I saw that last week. They, they're interns at Google. This might have been their idea.
0: So there's a big flaw in the plan, obviously, that one balloon can't do it. But I think their idea is that you, if you had a whole network of balloons yeah. that were circling and flying, that you know they could cover um, a whole area with internet I'm not sure how feasible it is As an ongoing thing But two things Credit to Google for the idea And for pulling it off For doing it mm. I mean you've got to give them something but seriously, is it is it reasonable? Is this a good use of money? I don't well, know. They've well, got too much money, I think. You
1: think. Think about what they're trying to do here with the NBN. There's remote areas of Australia oh, yeah. that they're they're spending huge money to to supply the internet. Uh, you know, whether it's by satellite or with a fibre cable. Like this, give it some. I think it'd be a lot cheaper than the NBN. A weather balloon and a circuit board. But I'm anyway. not sure. Over time, <laughs> I think you
0: need to launch a lot of balloons well, and keep relaunching them. So, I don't know. I, you know, but when you look at Google's strategy, it's clearly not just about search anymore. Well, we know that, um, yeah. but the, you know, in in several places in the US, they've got fiber to the home and they run the internet. So I think Google has realised getting in the internet game and actually making sure that people have, importantly, reliable internet and affordable yeah. internet means that people will use the internet more. I so think,
1: uh, they should maybe contact um, Stephen Conroy. What do you think?
0: I don't think he'd take their call. <laughs> I think it's he Google.
1: Would... He said, "Oh, it's Google calling. I, you can't think, ignore
0: them." I think Stephen Conroy would say, "You're loony." What are you talking about? (laughs) But then again, many
1: people would argue that both Conroy and and Turnbull are loony also. And by the way, the offer still stands, Mr. Conroy and Mr. Turnbull for that matter. If they want to come on to Two Blokes Talking Tech, we We will make it for that episode, three blokes talking tech. Or
0: four if they want to come on together.
1: Unprecedented. Four blokes talking Mm. tech. We would do it. So... If we'll they, open the
0: doors there, to the your tech life studios we'll and embarrass you. the hell out of ourselves. We'll give <laughs> we'll the you the opportunity. I'm prepared to drive to Canberra. Yes. Absolutely. Me too. It's on the record. I'll be driving in your high-tech Commodore with you. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to pull a rot for that because I don't want to put K's on my own Commodore. <laughs> two, two blokes talking tech.
1: Woo! Now, it seems everyone's putting out a tablet nowadays, Trevor. Everybody, including Amazon. Yeah. We've got like My the, local chemist is smashing know, it. <laughs> we know that Amazon have had a lot of success with the Kindle devices. The mm. e-readers uh, up until now have been just the monochrome e-ink paper-like screen. But uh, this uh, just from this week... Australians have finally been able to get hold of the Kindle Fire HD which is their first venture into a colour tablet space mm. and this is a device to take on the iPad Mini, they all seem to be taken on the iPad oh, Mini yeah. in this space here, 7 inch screen it's got a high definition resolution 1280 by 800 and of course access to all that content, so your, your books, your audio books, your magazines apps even as well you've even got access to music, put movies on it uh, and it's only $229, you can buy it at Dick Smith's very good price, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, when you, this is Wi-Fi
0: only, isn't it? It is, and and you know, think about it. That's that's not much money to shell out to get well, access with, with the for the basic things that a lot of people. And this is where Apple dominate this space, but. A lot of people, if they actually sat down and analyzed... And I'm included in this. If you analyze your usage, what am I doing? I'm on the web, I'm on email, I'm on Evernote, I a couple of things, Twitter and Facebook. Mm. Do you know what? It doesn't have to be an iPad. Exactly. It, it actually, you know, despite the fact that apps are important and they are the biggest thing that Apple has going for them... Yep. While I download apps, I don't use them a lot. So, you know, I, I would find that I could easily have a Kindle with no problem. Absolutely. But I just find myself wanting to sample the apps and things, which is why I stay in the Apple ecosystem.
1: You've got to remember, too, that the tablet is a classic ca- uh, content consumption device, mm. and Amazon has got a ton of content, yep. whether it's books and magazines, newspapers, you can get all of them. Uh, and also now apps, of course, are very important. They've got a browser on there. So they're ticking all the boxes, I this think. This thing's someone, been out for a while in the US, though, it has been yeah, but it's the reason I've written about it is that finally you can buy it over the counter in Australia. Yeah, you could Smith. order it from Amazon, but you know for people who want to get it right now, you go to uh, Dick Smith stores and you can either order it on the web, pick it up in store, ship it to your home, or just walk in the store and grab one and Kindle so, Fire HD. And if you're so bottom line, if you're in the
0: if you've got a, a, a sub two fifty dollars and you think you want to get into this tablet space, you've got Wi Fi at home, you want to sit and read books, you want to get on the internet, yep. you want to do those kind of things, it's social got media, sixteen gig memory too by the way, F- fantastic little gig. option. Check out the uh, the story on uh, Stephen's website, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Vinnie. Now, this one's very close to your heart because you do spend a fair bit of time at ANZ Stadium, <laughs> well, I spend I've noticed. a lot of time at ANZ uh, Stadium. Looking forward to joining the people at Trend Micro for Origin 3. Absolutely. Two blokes Bring, bring it on. talking Origin. We should take the yeah. little recorder. We should record so It's Wednesday night. Exactly. Actually, yeah. we will. Exactly, yeah, we should. Let's get there a little bit early Absolutely. and we'll record
1: live from ANZ to Stadium. I get there very early because I don't want to miss out on the dinner in the box, mate. Oh, okay. You're, I don't want to miss out on the under-20s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, said on. no one ever. <laughs> uh, but the idea why I'm ringing I, ring <laughs> I never up. said that because I actually played in one of those <laughs> games a couple
0: of times. Before. Oh no, no disrespect <laughs> to the young fellas, but seriously, <laughs> they bashed each other senseless in the last one yeah. when I was out there. Anyway, um, ANZ Stadium completes a $3 million audio system upgrade according yeah. to techguard.com.au and the press release. that This I was saw. given
1: to me exclusively by the way. No, it wasn't. It was, no, I was, was got some I, sure I, sure I, I was in my inbox. I was invited to uh, the uh, the event last Thursday and I think look, ANZ Stadium is with the venue for the Sydney 2000 Olympics. It's a, it's a premier mm. venue, a very versatile venue because it can host AFL, cricket, ago. foot league, everything. It's a very mm. versatile, one of the most versatile, I've said in my story, yep. in the world. And they've actually gone to a gentleman named Scott Wilsallon, who is a sound designer who looked after the London Olympics. A sound designer. Hang yes. on, I'll design
0: some sound for you. Wow. <laughs>
1: Just design some well, sound. By that sound design, I mean that he, he used that that was 200, not $3 million. 200 plus uh, speakers, uh, like loud bass speakers. Full range line array. There's all the technical, all the technical terms there, but basically he's created a concert quality sound system. The, the, the type so, of quality you'd expect from like a Metallica or a Bon Jovi. And or so. YouTube. This is what
0: I want to understand. Is it an investment? Because when I was out there for Origin, it was a you know, you, you're trying to listen to them yell at you and scream at you on, yeah. the, on the PA. Is it about making the PA performance better for um, s- sports fans, or is it about having the right system in place so that when Metallica want to play yes. there, it's plug and play?
1: Well, both actually. Yeah, driven. right. So it's because one thing. And I've seen. I remember years ago seeing you two perform out there. I'm talking like five there. or six years ago. I was there, and I, we were up in the stand. And you Amanda was pregnant. I, I couldn't hear. I couldn't I couldn't hear the, the song yeah. properly. The acoustics were terrible. You know, I was in the Holden corporate box the for that. Yeah, I was in the Panasonic corporate box, so there you go. <laughs> we anyway, yeah, but now I think what they've done, they've designed the system, and it's got some intelligence to the system because the sound can actually shape to the stadium. Mm. It's, it's that there. That's where the sound design comes in. <laughs> but it can also it can also prevent the bass from leaking out as well. Like bass travels. You never want bass leaking. Well, I know. Look, I'll give you a little story. For I got a home theater at my joint, which you've seen. The bass is what keeps my family up at night. Yeah. So I always have my mobile phone in my theater because if my wife can hear it from our bedroom and She'll text me and say, too loud, turn it down. I said to my wife recently, you don't, you don't, buddy, listen to the
0: podcast. She goes, I don't have to. I can hear them recorded live because it's just upstairs, right? <laughs> well, there you go. So, so that, I have but the same problem with base Base travels. Base mm.
1: travels. So they've, 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 I think, a wise investment. Because you look at the events they're going to be hosting. They had the Socceroos earlier oh, this yeah. week. They've got go Origin, to the Origin 3 um, coming up July 17. They've mm. got the British, uh, British and Irish Lions uh, tour. Stuff. They've got the NRL final series, the NRL grand final. So premiere. Uh, venue that's going to have a world class audio system that you're going to hear. It's going to be crystal clear. Even during the South's games, they mic up the borough. You know, the boroughs where all the fans, all the hardcore fans, mm. sit. There are a mics position. Fair so you can, you can hear them cheering and singing. Yes, they've mic'd their area. That's a bit weird. It's for the home games, But it, it creates an atmosphere, though. Like they, they start singing. It gives it like a Premier League feel. You know, the English That's fans. a good idea
0: because when you... when Like the the Blackies Blues, is that what it is for the origin? Bla- Blatchies Blackies Blues. Blatchies Blues. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they they chant. They do some yeah. good chanting and you don't actually know what it is well, if you're not there. Them, they'll mic them up right, now. Bring it on. Yes. Rightio, you can read more about ANZ Stadium's $3 million audio upgrade at techguide.com.au.
1: Now this is probably the blokiest topic on the list here. Fair tonight, income terms, oh, uh, yes. I've just looked at the call, rundown. Call of Duty. Uh, and hold the phone. Everyone. They're doing it again. Another map pack is out. Uh, Going to map, be map out pack. Hang. I'll
0: just talk to the talk to the idiot. Okay. Call of Duty is a game that's been out for a while. Yes. But you've, you've smashed it. You've won it. You've played it. You are all you're sitting around doing now is playing multiplayer online. Online. The, online. The, it's all the, about these these map packs allow you to have something new to do That's essentially right.
1: Black Ops 2, because you've exactly, learned the maps exactly well the the, the online play the multiplayer uh, what ha- there are a set of maps that come with the game mm. and then they release these uh, what they call DLC downloadable content so they're <laughs> brand new maps so they're, yep. it's like sort of getting a new game so what, what they've done they've released uh, they're going to release Vengeance uh, on July the 2nd four new maps I'll put the trailer and also some uh, snapshots of the maps uh, there's some pretty good settings you've had to twist your around to put that on your website absolutely but uh but what i like about it and they're different maps so that they're, they're different skill levels you uh-huh. need to sort of they're, they're some are tight some are long range sort of they're, they're varied it up really nicely the trailer is on my website july 2nd it comes out for xbox live they get it first uh i'm a playstation man so i've got to wait another month after that but it's good news to see that i'll lend you an xbox game, mate if you want yeah no i've got an xbox <laughs> but uh good news to see that they're still keeping the game fresh now yeah, we've still got a few months before the next Call of Duty comes out, so they're really looking after their current uh, fans, their current players. So keep it on That's what's really the interesting to me
0: is because you're such a fan, you you've, you buy it day one, you play it out, you've really smashed it, and then these are the things that keep you interested. So absolutely great stuff for the for the Call of Duty fans to keep you interested before the next episode arrives yeah, November, on your doorstep November the
1: 5th I think it's called mm. Call of Duty Ghosts it, is the next
0: it's story. in Stephen's diary not just the date but the next week he's not available it's circled yeah I'm looking for another bloke to talk to for the week because he'll be he'll be talking to blokes cover
1: take cover fire <laughs> uh, what do you, you shout do you other I don't know I, 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 I only use the mic when I'm playing with my clan my friends your clans. they still have clans I've got a clan
0: yeah. I had a clan, in, a clan. in 1998 I'll for Rainbow Six my clan is MLTA listen if there's anyone listening that can <laughs> no I'm deadly super (laughs) If there's anyone listening that can prove that they were a member of the Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six AU Clan, right? This is 1998. So
1: you were a player. You
0: were were in there. I'll give them a prize because that there was. We had hundreds of people. We had a website. We had everything. We had a forum.
1: The whole kit, because I had obviously right. no life, well, so I could make all this stuff. Well, my clan, the, the qualification to be my, in my clan was it had to be related to me. So it was my brother-in-law, oh, my cousin, okay, my son, and it was called MLTA, which is my family's heritage. Teams, yeah, so yeah, so it's, I that MLTA. That i MLTA. got a lot of inquiries from people so asking about that. So. Okay. Very and, good. And if South's win the comp, it's going to change to SSFC will be my new clan. Well, why do you change it now? South Sydney Football Club. I, just, do want I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it, mate. Okay. Hang on, They're doing okay. In there. They're right going
0: all right. You can see the trailers and read more about the Vengeance. <laughs> at techtie.com.au. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes
0: Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig. And uh, mate, we're running out of time, so it's time to skip to the most important part of the show. We okay. keep you waiting, we keep listeners hanging on well, because this why is that's in why demand. At last, we put oh, it absolutely! Last. This is all about great programming, uh, and you've got two great products. You mentioned one of them earlier, um, oh, or you, you? you hinted towards one of them earlier. This first
1: one is from Huawei. Huawei, we love saying that. It's the Ascend Mate 6.1 inch smartphone, mm. the biggest smartphone. Now there are tablets that make phone calls, but I technically class this still as a smartphone. Maybe a phablet, phablet, or the. Mm. Own tablet. But the uh, Ascend Mate is only $429, Trev, so a lot of bang for your buck there. It's got a 6.1-inch uh, screen, as I mentioned, which is HD quality, 1280 by 720 uh, It's got Android Jelly Bean running on board, 9.9mm thick. Uh, now, this is a device that is... It's either the screen is going to either attract you mm. or deter you. Oh. So I think... If you're after a big screen experience to have a better browsing experience, uh, web mail, uh, you can l- view your apps, uh, just enjoy the larger screen, then this is the device for you. As long as you're willing to carry it around, it's, it's a lot bigger than uh, your normal smartphone. That's mm. my hand holding it on tech guides just to give it some scale. You love hand and I've modeling. Got, I've got big hands. So you're I'm massive on the hand out. modeling. But uh, look, Huawei Ascend, mate, I think it's good value. It's only 3G though, not 4G. A little bit sluggish at times, but you know, it's not its not as zippy as an Optimus G or a, or a Galaxy S4. But look, at 429 bucks, it's pretty good value. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Steven now, I've got to say, the next one does interest me a
0: lot, and I'm, I'm going to base my review decision, because I actually just don't review much stuff. I only review yeah, stuff, I only review stuff I'm interested in. I just read Tech God, obviously. But if, if you're interested in this, I'm
1: going, to, I'm going to get one to review it. Okay, the Samsung Chromebook. Now, this is a laptop with a difference. It doesn't run Windows. It doesn't run Mac. It doesn't run any other system. It runs Chrome, Chrome OS. Now, basically, it's browser-based. So if you're in, willing, and I know you are, I willing to the yeah. Google system, so you're accessing Google Docs, Google Calendar, Gmail, the whole lot. It Forty gigabytes drive, one hundred so gig drive used. It is, it is an opportunity to sort of leverage the cloud computing, cloud to your advantage. So you don't need a lot of memory. It's only sixteen gig flash memory. Mm-hmm. It's got a quad core, a dual 16 core processor. Gig? It's only got sixteen gig on board flash memory. But you're using the, the cloud, the Google Drive. You can, you're using the cloud. Yeah. So it's a connected product, though. So you need. There's only one thing. I think you can use Google Docs when you're not connected to the yeah, internet. You it, it do does. Line Sync, mode. Yeah. But look if 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 you if it's you need more than a tablet but you don't quite need a full blown laptop and you're heavily into the Google uh, ecosystem this is the device for you. It's only 349 bucks. Now it's it's light it's it's made of plastic it's a bit plasticky but look if you want a sleek metallic design then you're going to pay four times more by an ultrabook. Mm, this uh, I think okay. is oh. it's got a specific use. I think it's good for a student, maybe good for a, a, a beginner, maybe someone who wants a really cheap laptop to connect. It's got a browser, of course, so you can look at any any of the sites and a lot of the uh, functionality of the Google uh, Calendar and etc. are all uh, available on the browser. I'm going to give it a try. So, uh, look, it's well worth a go, $349, and uh, there's a full review at techguide.com.au.
0: And I won't spoil it, but it, it doesn't quite hit four stars. <laughs> And that's a wrap. It's time to hit some golf balls, Stephen. Yes,
1: we for the are. First the first time ever. I've,
0: I've been teasing it for a long time. The yes. two blokes are going to hit some golf balls. I really can't play. I'll just do it for fun. I'll show you Stephen's going to show me how I'll it's done. A t-shirt. I'll leave a T-shirt. Oh, that'll up do everything. me. I'm wearing my, fucking, my work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Two Blokes Talking Tech, you can download it each and every week. Uh, and you can follow us on Facebook. Go to twoblokestalkingtech.com. And uh, importantly, Stephen is on Twitter. Stephen Fennick with a PH, as am I. But I'm Trevor Long on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.